Georgia checks in at number four in the college football playoff. But we've got a long way to go. Dean Luggy, Dylan Weber, Dylan, this thing is not even close to being settled at all. Um, needless to say, Georgia's got a huge game with Auburn this week where they still this, – this line will not move um, where they are a three-point favorite. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. People always – there's no point. Uh, I guess there is a point in talking about the college football rankings, but it just doesn't mean much right now yeah. with so much still ahead of them. Um, you know, I guess for LSU it means something because they have kind of, you know, at least secured a spot in the SEC championship and maybe even a spot in the playoffs. But you know, for a team like Georgia with a game like Auburn coming up, there the ranking at four does not matter right now. It does not. I, I do. I will say. I think that. Uh, this is very simple for LSU. If you get to Atlanta, you're going to the playoff. The, que- the question is, where will you play, You know, and sort of what, what color jersey will you have on? LSU would always prefer to be in white, um, but they, they have not won the West yet, believe it or not. They still have um, three games to go, if I'm not mistaken. So LSU is all but there, but they're not there yet. They still have to deal with... Um, Mississippi, Arkansas, which is, you know, and then uh, A&M. Really, only one of those three games, they seem like they're even in halfway difficulty, which would be the A&M game, but I, I can't see them losing that one either. I mean, they're, they're a three-touchdown favorite on the road against the Rebels. For Georgia, on the other hand, you're sitting there looking at their situation, and on Tuesday night, I mean, you said you didn't really want to talk about it, but that, that's the, the point, though, here is that um, all of the things that could be happening moving forward. I mean, if Georgia wins out, they're going to be not worse than the three seed, I would think. And that would involve a win over LSU, which is, you know, not an impossible thing. That line's at four and a half right now. Um, but they got to get past Auburn. I mean, I think that's that's the biggest thing here. You get past Auburn, then you're, you're essentially saying, hey, let's hold serve at home against A&M. Georgia Tech's a joke. Uh, and then you got to do what you got to do against LSU. How do they get around Auburn? I mean, what 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 have you learned this week from from Kirby? Now that these um, practices have been closed uh, again and again and again, it's going to be closed again today on Wednesday. What have you learned about Georgia's situation going to this Auburn game? Well, it was kind of what we talked about uh, yesterday. Is the biggest thing is, is slowing down the Auburn offense and making them one dimensional. You got to stop the run. You cannot let them run the ball. Yeah. Because if you get that, then it opens up play action, and then it just opens up the back of the uh, you know defense. And Bo Nix isn't phenomenal, but if you are having to question whether they're going to run or throw the ball, then it just gives him more time and more yeah. options. And that you know any quarterback with that can make at least some damage. And someone you know who has talent, Bo Nix has talent. It's just not you know has, has not come to fruition yet as a freshman. But they just they need to make him they need to get him in third and long essentially is what Kirby was preaching. Oh, third and I mean you know I just the, I think to me you've got a situation here where it w- it would surprise me if Auburn's offense controls the day against a defense that is arguably the best in the country in Georgia. The, how long do you think it will take to tell in this game if Georgia's going to be able to to function? At Auburn against their defense, and this this Auburn defense is 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 very good. It's the second best in the league. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's hard to say just because we've seen some kind of late blooming performances from 
Georgia's offense where they're kind of stagnant in the first quarter, first half, and then you know things start to open up it, because that that is what this Georgia offense is kind of predicated on is just wearing defenses down, even if it's not putting points up on the board necessarily, but to get to that third quarter to where the defense is just struggling to keep up, and so you know it could be until the third quarter until we see this Georgia offense actually start to put up points on the board, and, and not to say that they won't in the first half, but to actually consistently. You know, get 10, 15, 20 points. Well, the thing about it is, I'm just kind of looking at the situation. Having watched Auburn play a fair amount, but not maybe as much as I've watched the Gators, they're, they're not, those two teams are not so far off from one another. I mean, Auburn's allowed 114 points in conference play. The Gators at 130. Um, Gators have, have played one more game in the conference in Auburn. So that's, that's going to kind of settle that down a little bit. Um, and then obviously Florida with quite a few more points than the Gators, uh, generally speaking, uh, 226 to 188. Um, this game being at Auburn is something Kirby has talked about a lot. And, um, you know, Auburn has not lost at home this year. When you look at their situation, they're four and zero at home. Now, like everyone in this league, some of the games at home have not been unbelievable. They played Tulane, Kent State, Mississippi State, um, and Ole Miss. So those are the, with the exception of Arkansas, those are their, the four easiest teams they've played. On the road, you know, away from Jordan-Hare, they played Auburn, a team they beat, which that win looks great right now. They went on the road and won at A&M, which was a solid win. They lost to the Gators um, in Gainesville. They beat Arkansas's brains in, which I think Tucker High School could do. And then they lost by three to LSU. I think that game, um, that game was a tight game. Generally speaking, LSU seemed like they were in control the bulk of the bulk of the second half. I mean, uh, the game was tied at the half, and then LSU got out to a twenty-three to thirteen win. Auburn scored with two minutes to go, um, but this team, Georgia, is going to have to uh, run themselves against an Auburn defense that is supposed to be pretty good against the run. Yeah, I mean, Kirby talked about Derrick Brown a lot. I mean, Derrick Brown is really good. Yeah, and someone asked about him yesterday, and Kirby got a little defensive saying, oh, well, we, I mean, we've played a lot of talented interior defensive linemen and defensive linemen in general. But it, it is not like Derrick Brown. No one Georgia has played against right now, I think, I want to say is in the same echelon maybe as Derrick Brown. What, that, are you asking me that? I, I, th- I mean, do you think? Do you think they have played anyone in the same they, tier as Derrick Brown? Um, probably not this year necessarily, but they played Derrick Brown three times already or four times. And with the exception of once, I mean, I don't think Derrick really had a big say in that first year, but they ran all over Auburn last year in, 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 um, I was about to say in Atlanta, but in, um, in Athens, Uh, you know, so they, you know, and in the championship game, they had a lot of success against that Auburn defense as well. Um, in 2017. So they've played Derrick Brown. One thing that Kirby said today um, when uh, I think it was Murray Poole asked him about dealing with Derrick Brown, he said, hey, listen, someone's going to have to deal with him one-on-one. And Kirby was like, yeah, that's right. 
And I, I think the point is that I, I would assume that would be Solomon Kinley and crew. But if this Georgia offensive line is as good as people say, then even as good as Derek is, and he's he is, I mean, I'm telling you, he, he was a very, very, very good high school player. And him coming back to Auburn this last year surprised me. But he is he is a very good player for them. But, but if Georgia's offensive line is as good as everybody says, then they should be able to handle him to some degree. Not like he won't make plays. But I'm telling you, man, defensive linemen get tired over time. And Derek Brown is not Superman. You you just you need to do what you have to do to win the game. They had 303 yards against Auburn last year. Rushing. They but Georgia, they had 516 yards total offense, 303. Now they're going to be on the road so they're not going to they're not going to be productive like that and they didn't have the same receivers. I get that. But I mean Auburn only averaged uh, Auburn only managed 274 yards against Georgia last year, man. Well, once again, it, it comes down to that third quarter. Derek yeah. Brown will probably yeah. make a lot of first-half plays. Yes. But especially along the defensive line, like you said, he will get tired out. You have to, man. I mean, it's guys, listen. Not- I mean, it, it's guys that weigh what I weigh and more, 250 pounds and more. We can't go out there for – I mean, it's not really three hours. But you're asking a guy to have an explosive play consistently about every – 40 seconds um it's hard to do it's hard to do when you when you had clemson last year and their defensive front they could rotate guys in there hey i had no problem you've seen the same thing this year with georgia they don't have the skill of the, the clemson team last year there's not three first round draft picks in this front seven that i'm aware of but they do roll a lot of guys in and out of there that's what's going to save them in this game i think um, Georgia's I, I, defensive line. Yeah, I mean, just that front seven with Tay Crowder, you know, hair on fire, and you know all that stuff. It's a it's a game to me that it's not quite a coin flip. I mean, like Georgia should win the game, but they should. Georgia should control this. Maybe not quite as easily as they did with the Gators, but they should control this game. Um, they have the better quarterback. They have the better. Uh, they have the better quarterback. They have the better defense. They have the better specialists. They have the better team. They should win the game. Well, uh, speaking of the front defensive seven again, the defensive line. I think they roll in eight people, and like you said, none of them are superstars. Right. Right. But the fact that they can roll in eight people and keep them fresh, thats I mean, that yep. is key. That is so big along that defensive line. Is is really important i mean i can't say how important that is because i mean when when you're looking at i mean like the, the, to some degree i thought last week with the, the 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 stand on the goal line you know they had jr reed in the game they were up 27 were they up 27 at that point yes that was at the end of the game so i'm not so sure you need a jr reed and company in there but it mattered to them to to make that stop and you know if you're anybody else and it's another situation. I mean, Mizzou, if that's in the first quarter, they kick a field goal, there goes your shutout. But um, it's, t- it's tough to score on these guys, man. I mean, they're allowing 10 points a game. That's – I mean, Auburn is really good defensively. They're not allowing 10 points. I mean, it, it's it, – it's, it's, like it's a different level. It, it is. I mean, like you look at – or I mean, no one scored 30 on Auburn this year. 
So 21, 6, 16, 20, 23, uh, 13, 10, and 20, 20, and 14. They held, excuse me, 23 and 24 against the Gators and LSU. They held the most explosive offense outside this side of Ohio State to 23 points on the road. So Georgia's going to have to scratch and fight to get to 20. I mean, this the the line the line for this game has become you know anywhere from two and a half to three, basically three the whole week. But the over under is dropped. It dropped 10 percent. Okay, it went from 44, excuse me, 45 and a half to 40. That's that's a dramatic shift in. You're, you're essentially saying that Georgia's going to win the game, something like 22 to 18. Well, that's about what LSU won it by, right? Yeah, I mean, 23-20. It was uh, 23-20. I mean, you're talking about 43 points. Not a lot. Um, now, here, here's the other, and we can talk about this a little bit more tomorrow. In fact, we will. Everybody make sure to stay tuned for our discussion tomorrow about this game. But Auburn's got to hold on to the ball. They start turning it over, you got some problems. All right. Pay attention tomorrow, riding home, another edition, this time on Thursday. Dean Luggy and Dylan Weber, go uh, see what I've got here. Kirby's press conference from yesterday, right above you, and click to subscribe.